0: Welcome back to the Young African Millennial Podcast. Thank you for joining me once again. You could be doing anything right now, but you are choosing to listen to the sound of my voice, and I really appreciate you for that. Um, today's topic is directed at all my African people my Ivorians, Ghanaians, my Nigerians. Um, shout out to Central Africa, my Cameroonians, um, all my countries in East Africa, Kenya. Uganda, and just every African person born and raised on the continent, regardless of which country you currently live in. We have to discuss our relationships and feelings towards African Americans. All too often, I get a clear vibe that many of us, especially way too many of us educated African people feel mightier and better than African Americans. So let's talk about how this topic came to mind Um, It has been on my mind over the last couple of days because of the backlash I'll say a pretty medium to um, strong backlash that I've seen against the actress that plays Harriet Tubman In the new Harriet movie that just came out in the States and in specific countries around the globe, right? Um, We don't have to make it about her, but basically I saw her um at half ninety seven, which is a hip hop station in New York, who has a YouTube channel that I follow and I really like Ebro in the morning uh, with Rosenberg and you know and Laura Styles, all the you know, all of them. So I check out their um YouTube channel like daily. So I saw her and I recognize her face because I have seen her over um, on the IG of other people that I follow Insta- IG is Instagram. On the Instagram of people that I follow like Yvonne Orji, the actress that plays Molly on Insecure of Isarae and um, Senjens Bozoma and she's Well, if you don't know who sentence Bozoma is, just do yourself a favor and follow her on Instagram. How about that? She is killing the corporate black girl magic whole thing so i clicked on the interview of the actress in question her first name is Cynthia. i clicked on Cynthia's interview and first of all it was a nice interview i noticed all the bad comments on the video the really bad ratio to like of this to dislikes on that video and i was like okay why so against my better judgment I took a deep dive into the comments section to see what all the fuss was about and I thought no way no way Everything they're saying is accurate. It's probably a misrepresentation of her words. Maybe there's context lacking um, she she could not have called african-americans ghetto and everything that they were accusing her of saying so Maybe this is the internet making something out of nothing. That was my new jerk reaction because obviously she's african she's a successful um actress and when you see people who look like you in positions that you aspire to be or just in in life doing well and you are a person who cheers for other people you tend to come to their defense right away so that's a normal first reaction but then second thought was well let me do at the very least, a Twitter follow- up, because it isn't about who the issue um, is targeting, but whether the person is guilty or innocent, you know, to put it in such a radical framework. So I went to Twitter and I didn't have to search far. you know, a part of me really feel like or knows that my my devices be listening to me and just syncing up shit on my my timeline, honestly. The thing that is on my mind that just shows up, regardless, back to your point, the backlash was real on my timeline. And as I was digging into the arguments being made, and you know, forget the storyline of the movie. Which, apparently, has a few fabricated elements and a couple of dubious protagonists, to say the least. Um, But this this little investigation gave me all the receipts on Cynthia and even her friend, Lavi, that I also follow and really like. Um, But I, I won't focus on them because the point of this is not a judgment of their actions and their words, but rather a public service announcement. So here's the PSA that I have to all my Africans. If nothing else, please respect and honor African-Americans. Recognize the history, admire the resilience, honor the legacy. Please celebrate the culture And last, but certainly not least, love the people. You know what most of us do? We only celebrate the culture, which is very hypocritical because it is exactly what we um, hold against a main group of people, AKA white folks, in regards to how they treat black people as a whole, which by the way, in their eyes, in the racist eyes whether you are a black caribbean a black american an african boy, it does not matter you are just a black person you're a negro that has no value so there's already so much against us that for the life of me i have never understood and will simply not ever be okay with the fact that we are so picky and you know, harsh towards each other. And we feed into so many stereotypes, stereotypes that do not come from anybody else, but this main group, this systematic oppression that is trying to hold us, all of us down in different areas. So to really play into their hands is ridiculous at the very least, but back to this point. When I say recognize the history, I mean that you have to know that in the 1870s, so 1800s, um, Immigration Act, only people of white descent who were seeking better economic opportunities or wanting to come to a new country for whatever reason could immigrate in the United States. And I mean, think about it. Why would anybody else be allowed? but white people at a time where slavery was very much still going on in the states they were about to go into Jim Crow and segregation, fighting for civil rights the history is heavy so you can go online and do your own research but please realize that black people of the African continent being able to legally immigrate in the United States Probably came from the advocacy of black people. I promise you that it did not come from some kind-hearted white person or black uh, white ensemble that was thinking, you know what, we need the working force and whatnot. Let's go and get this. No, it was not the case. So at the very least, for the fact that we get to legally immigrate to the United States because fellow black individuals fought for us to have that right, I think that we have to honor and respect African-Americans. And then think about it. We come to America and we begin our journey and experience as a black person in America. It doesn't matter how different or specific our culture is. In terms of education opportunities and, um, job opportunities, Quotas that we gladly apply for and fill. It all comes from the activism and the fight that African Americans um, have been doing in their country. It's African American. African because they're us, American because they have a different nationality. So it's important for us to honor that, to be cognizant of that, and simply operate in the frame um in the frame of mind that we are as black people one big family um a fortunate incident happened to us and the family was broken parts of our family went to a different place and created their own family just like people go on and get married they extend the family they don't leave the nucleus so African Americans are your cousins they're your um, first second generation cousins who are still family and who may not feel as close or important as your brothers and sisters but they're second in terms of importance so um, i say this because we just have to watch how we talk about african americans how we use derogatory terms and we have those i'm not gonna repeat them on this podcast because you know and we're all guilty of it i'm not going to sit here and pretend that you know i haven't partaken in some conversations that were sus you know that shouldn't have happened even jokingly because that's the other part of it I would be upset and i would call anybody ignorant for having the same behavior towards africans and so as a member as an individual of this culture and a proud african i have to hold my people accountable for the way that we treat other black people and it's not just you know african americans it's people for the caribbeans i talk about um about it with my friends all the time. Jamaicans and Ghanaians are are like two, you know, two pieces in the same pod. They are literally two sides of the same, like tied pod that you put in the laundry. If anybody gets that reference, shout out to you. But it is important that we, you know, um, we love and celebrate the differences and then, like, just honor. When I say honor the legacy, honor the fact that African Americans have had to recreate a whole culture after theirs was stolen from you know them. It is amazing the amount of um, creativity and work and resilience that, as a people, black folks in America, have you know achieved so i just wanted to take the time um while talking to this to the voice of this beautiful j coleman you know call out um the importance of celebrating of celebrating each other and just loving you know people and i say it because it's not just on twitter it's everyday discussions i mean i was back home with a a girlfriend of mine at a restaurant and we got into it and she was like i'm sorry to say but you know they're ghetto and i i said no no they're not you can't say that you can't say that because they're different they're mixed bag just like we are let's not act like being ghetto isn't the synonym for being black and poor and if that's the case which it is um as we use the word ghetto although there's a lot of ghetto shits in a lot of um, other cultures then we have a lot of ghetto stuff back home and ghetto in africa and ghetto is where creativity comes along ghetto is how um ghetto is new shit Lonushi of Côte d'Ivoire is ghetto, but it's it is part of the cultural you know wealth of this country and it, it it's it's how we define our identity most creativity, whether it, it is in terms of arts, like painting or music, everything that impacts our lives usually come from the street. Poverty has a way of just you know jump-starting the most beautiful artists because they literally have nothing else but the feelings and the thoughts and what's inside them that they are trying to put out and convey to the world so i just want us to be it's okay to call out a behavior that you consider demeaning or shameful or like oh it's you know like, we all joke and say, who oh, child a ghetto? It, say all that, but don't say it believing that it is the definition of African-Americans because boy, is that an insult to yourself. And that's where I want us to be. Every time you talk, every time you bad mouth a black person, please understand, as, as part of, okay. Every time you badmouth someone and use their blackness as an insult, please understand that you are insulting yourself, period. Because I do believe that if we um, see ourselves in other people who also happen to be black, then it will resonate why doing this nonsense you know against african-americans caribbean people i'm not even going to get into like the nonsense that i hear between haiti and the dominican republic for example because that's not even my domain and it's not for me to to talk about because i don't even have like 10 percent of the knowledge that is required i just know the principle remains the same and it is valid no matter which way you flip it. This blackness, um, this black excellence movement does not work unless it works for all of us, regardless of which country the blackness is located at, is what I'm saying. So, you know, I was really disappointed in reading those tweets um, from these two ladies and hopefully, you know, they've evolved. Um, I see lot of you all the time in the comments of Kev on stage and you know, other American influencer, comedians, creatives. So, a day in my life, I could have guessed that he was, you know, part of her at least um, digital presence. But, you know, who knows? Maybe there's context there. Maybe she was joking um and as distasteful as you know those jokes can be um it's a little less bad maybe it was because those were like 2013 so i would think that she has evolved and you know been better and you know as far as cynthia it's it's regrettable but same i just i hope that the exposure to other and then the 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 consistent way in which she was like comparing black British to African American I mean listen AAs against bbs it makes no sense I just don't understand why we do this to each other you know I I don't get it but yeah you know I mean as as I mentioned The culture, we celebrate it, we consume it, we love it. For all the music of, you know, rappers and the Beyoncé's and the Rihanna of the words that you consume daily, I would think that you ought to show the same love and appreciation. To at the very least, every black American person that you come across, let them as an individual be defined by their character, but you do not get to stereotype an entire group of people based on the words or actions of one person, you know? And maybe I'm speaking from a place of convenience, because when I landed in the States, I went straight straight to Minnesota. And i didn't have the opportunity to have any negative experience you know at the hands of any african american person and by comparison my siblings you know were in georgia and they you know they have some stories they were called names you know they were called king kong you know donkey kong or whatever i don't even know what the correct um you know insults is or you know was used against them so maybe they because they experienced it you know don't have or at least like understand why someone will have these kind of views but understanding and correcting and knowing what the right things um are it's not it's all different you know just like listen all i'm saying is every day we go into these words experiencing some of the worst uh, things from white folks, and it has never stopped any of us to show respect, admiration, and deal with white people on a one-on-one basis. No matter all the talk that we do, no matter all the fight that we put up for equality and justice, and the pursuit of the pursuit of happiness for all that is owed and due to black people, um, we put up you know with every single white person that we meet and we respect them i don't care what you who are listening you know say privately when you show up to work you are respecting the white person that is employing you is um sitting next to you you are existing in a world with white people so i do not understand why for the you know for the love of Jesus whom I love so much you would um, not at the very least Give the same benefit of the doubt to people and maybe you do and it still doesn't prevent you from Talking bad about african-americans when you are in a safe space and you feel like it is okay to do so But you know public service announcements It is not it is not okay for you to be making those comments and it's something that at least for me and I talked, you know, I talked about it with Divine my sister um, A couple of months ago It's a pretty obvious thing You don't talk especially to white people you don't talk You don't criticize other black groups with white folks, which is so like That's one of the regrets that I have in life, because I I remember I took this class um, about public policy in my first semester in America, community college. And I had this professor, this old white man who loved how good of a student I was, but he always used to like throw some shade at African-Americans in order to make me feel awesome. And I fell for it, like right into the trap. But I didn't know better honestly I cannot stress how if I had a second chance I would do things differently you know but I don't so I can only talk about what was done what was said who was involved and just where I was coming from at the time you know he will always say like he said one time that, oh, African, you know, I don't know what it is, but African students are so much better than African Americans. First of all, sir, why are you making the company? You know, that statement, man, I feel so bad that nobody checked me. I wish someone had checked me or checked us because I do think that there was either there was another black person in the room. Was there? Not sure. I would think that if there was, the person would have said something, right? But hey, there's so much fighting in the world every day that you have to do that. As we know, we all pick our battles, you know? But yeah, he used to say, and I I remember one time saying, yeah, it's because African students, you know, um, our status, our immigration status is dependent on our grades. So we take our studies very seriously and our parents are paying. Out of pocket, so as if African Americans are getting free money to go to school, they are not. You know, they're taking student loans at a higher rate, and most of them, and this is documented. I am not making this up. Uh, making this up, African American students, I mean applicants for student loans, get charged a higher um, interest rate that than you know white people so they're getting overcharged for the simple blackness that they are so they're crawling in debt so there's no reason financially why they wouldn't take their studies seriously but i didn't know then what i know now although i should have he used to he made the reference about martin luther king i, I don't even remember what it is and i don't even care to repeat it and i you know i bought into it um I don't know. I just I took the time to analyze some of my past experiences, and it is the one thing that I simply, you know, dearly regrets because it was just so stupid and just so wrong. But again, at the time, um, I saw myself as African. I I didn't even know I was black. So in my mind, when I was talking about black people. I was talking about african americans and not referring to myself which is a topic for another day like i said um because when you grow up in africa you don't define yourself you don't see yourself in terms of in in, in terms of skin color you don't you see yourself as you know i saw myself as a big girl as economic you know class um That kind of things you know beauty beauty defines you yeah um friends um access but not really skin colors at least not for me you know maybe it's because i didn't really deal with colorism in my family at all you know i have different skin tones in my family but it's not a thing i never thought for one second someone was better than the other because they were lighter so anyway My point is um, now that I know better, I do better. And if, if you are one of those people who are still problematic at that level, who are still comfortable and very much so, it is a problem and you should realize it. Just ask yourself, what does it cost me to love and honor other black individuals? You know, just ask yourself, it's okay to evolve And change and do better you have to I just I don't want us five ten years from now to be in the same um, you know state of mind that we are somehow better than African Americans because we come to the States and we get those degrees and we become doctors and engineers and all that that's bullshit it really is I don't feel like getting into the reasons why, but it's just bullshit, you know? And you shouldn't be justified um, by numbers and whatever to just respect and honor someone else, especially one that looks like you. So that is my point for the day, you know? Um, Just tell me what ignorance moment that you had in, in relationship i mean in connection to this topic that you regret i want to hear about it for me it's definitely that professor um he's probably dead by now because the man was old but i definitely wish that if i could run into you i mean into him i would definitely bring up the topic and you know correct him or say something just so in the words the energy would be balanced again you know how fitting that we are ending this episode on this Bronze Queen Girl song Which, by the way, I have listened to so many times, that my heart loves it, but my spirit is exhausted Boy, I listened to this, like, daily when it came out, so I did a lot Ah, I still love the song, but Anyway, so, yeah, I wanna hear for, from you tell me when was the last time or give me an example of how ignorant people can be about african americans and other black um other non-african black groups i want to hear about it i feel like we are definitely in a better shape in you know it's it's getting much better i see the connections you know with the Afrobeats and burn boy and like all the hot um, hip-hop, you know, morning shows. It's its a beautiful crossover, but the energy has to be reciprocated. It's not simply African-Americans learning about their roots and connecting back to the continent. It is also us accepting them and welcoming open arms, kissing cheeks, all of it, as the family that they are to us. So let me know at Maggie M. M A G U E E 225 M I G J comme garçon A B C D E G H M A G U E E 205 on Twitter et Instagram on Twitter and Instagram and let me know what um you know you think about all of this peace